You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. All right, guys, if you're tuning in right now, it is Fashion 411 with Black Hollywood Live. It is Friday, October 25th, and you are tuning in to the number one fashion podcast on iTunes. And we owe that all to you. So, uh, you know, be sure you guys download the show. It's completely free on iTunes. Keep doing it because you are the ones that make us number one. And also, we are on Instagram because we talk about fashion. And sometimes it's nice to see pictures and follow along. So you can check us out on Instagram at uh, BHL Fashion 411. And you can also go to our website, Black Hollywood Live. Um, for even more information, more pictures, you can see the YouTube videos, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to shut up and let everybody go around the room and introduce themselves <laughs> so we can talk some fashion. Uh, across the table for me is... Hey guys, I'm Erica Garcia Rojas, your spicy Latina, born and raised in LA. I'm your go-to girl for all things fashion and business. Um, I have a clothing line, most of you guys know, and actually I'm wearing it today. I've had people Sweet. ask me. We do things, nice. we do sports things, so I'm wearing, for those of you listening, I'm wearing a Lakers uh, little t-shirt we're selling at the Staples Center, so if any of you are local in Los Angeles, definitely go to Staples Center. We could have stuff for Kings, Clippers, Lakers. And, and you forgot to mention it's got bling on. On it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to grab bling. your boot. Yeah. <laughs> Show the bling. It's, it's bling Lakers. So we got lots of really cute stuff. We just shipped our, our newest shipment out. Nice. So. Awesome. What's style. it called again? Rally Babe. You can find us on rallybabe.com. And we have an Instagram and Twitter, too. There you go. Well, I'm your other host, Courtney Stewart, who obviously needs to go shopping. Uh-huh. <laughs> shopping, shoeaholic. I'm your girl always giving you guys the consumer perspective on the show. And before we dig into things, I'm Deanna Vaughn. I used to be your fashionista in New York, buyer, merchandiser. I used to kill myself with all the things that I did in the fashion industry. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to think that I can bring you guys, you know, the runway to the real way. Because I'm all about finding things for less. That's like my specialty. Um. All right, so let's kick off today's show. First up for who, what, where. Let's see here. Who do we have? Okay, so this lovely pair. This is a mother-daughter design team, uh, and their um, line is called Royal Jelly of Harlem. And what I thought so interesting about these ladies, first of all, it's mother and daughter, and uh, their brand has been around since 2011. And Ma- the mom, Maya, on the right, she is actually the daughter of a re- world-renowned artist, Jean-Franco Giorgioni. And uh, why we're talking about them today is that they traditionally have a lot of, like, African prints and inspired by the 50s and the 60s. And they've just expanded their line into home. So not only can you get women's dresses, but now they've got, like, home textiles. They've got, like like some accessories for men, bow ties, neckties, and they also have some men's fashion. And they just had a big meeting 
this past week where they've shown uh, this expanded collection. And it's just kind of nice because we talked about yeah. last week supporting black designers. And this is, uh, I think, a fantastic representation of that. It's it's a mother and daughter team. So that's um, that's Royal Jelly of Harlem. I can't wait to see some of those textiles for the home. Because those just, patterns yeah, they have are amazing. They really are. Really nice. Just colorful, bright. Uh, basically, their whole thing is that they wanted to bring a lot more attention to the continent of Africa and just show people the diversity and the colors and all the textures and just show that it's not just about like what you think it might be. It's not just about dashikis and traditional, you know, like prints and cloths, but they wanted to really just show people that there's so much more to the continent than that. And I think they're doing a great job. So hats off to them. Next up for our Who, What, Where. So the Who is six African-American flash bloggers that we think all of you guys need to know about. So first up, if you are look, if you're following along and you can see the pictures on the top row, first up, it's Karen Blanchard. Now, the what on Karen Blanchard, she is a Brit and she just walks you through a journey through her wardrobe and eye-catching pics of, of art and things that she finds stylish. And she's been around for, what's my notes? She's been around for about five years and she's just kind of like the person in the know when it comes to fashion blogging in Europe or in um, in the UK. Next up uh, in the middle, we've got these two lovely dashing gentlemen, Travis Gums and Joshua Kesey, and they have a blog, Sartorial Street Style at its Finest. Now, uh, it was created by these two guys, and they reside in New York City, and they're all about, you know, bridging the fashion world and etiquette, so that's their claim to fame when it comes to fashion blogging. And then next up at the top in the corner, we've got Shayla Monroe. And her blog is called Shayla's Rabbit Hole. So she's very well-rounded and chic and artsy. Uh, and she's more about, like, the art of style. That's what her blog focuses on. And then on the bottom row, we've got Claire Salmers. Um, she's uh, Fashion Bomb Daily. She's behind that, which is a huge, yes. huge fashion blog. Uh, I know I, I look at that a lot. So she likes to bring a lot of, you know, celebrity street style, all that kind of stuff. And it, that's a, a really big, popular blog. And then in the middle, we've got um, Aroma Elui, and she's actually standing with Solange Knowles. It might be hard to see. But um, she is a style and cultural enthusiast, and she brings like a global kind of feel to her blog because uh, she's from Africa. And her blog is the Pop Africana blog, and then she also has aromastherapy.com. That's cute play on words with her name. And then finally, we've got in the corner Gabby Gregg. And Gabby, she's all about posting about girls with... Um, uh, sorry, our plus size ladies, you know, so if you got curves, she's going to show you how to flaunt it and look your best. And her blog is Gabby Fresh. So uh, I think, um, yeah, you know, does Gabby, I think Gabby has a little, uh, what do you call it? A, a, a column. A column. Yeah. In, mm -hmm. Is it in style or people style watch? It's, One yeah, it's like every now and then she yeah. pops up in. Yeah. She mm -hmm. had some cute stuff. I was like, okay, plus size. Yeah. Girls, so, and even last week, you know, our guest last week, Queen, you know, a lot of yeah. people have been saying, where's the plus size? Where's the plus size? So she's there and yeah. she has great stuff in her <clears> column. So I'm sure that blog is. She really does. And then next up on Who, What, Where. So let's see what's happening on the streets. Um, so this is some street style that we're seeing current now, you know, what people are doing. Uh, first up, it's uh, turbans. And, you know, it's colorful. It's 
fun. If you're having a bad hair day, it's a <laughs> wonderful way to cover it up and mask it all. But turbans are like a hot new item. This lovely lady right here, she's actually in New York City. And another great thing about turbans is that you can take a scarf. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. You know, you can take some old fabric and just work it. Work it up. You know, work it up and play with it. And boom, suddenly you've got this great fashion creation on your head. Do it all the time. <laughs> Very then, helpful. You guys rock, you guys rock <laughs> the turbans? Oh, all of that. And actually, turbans are really big on the Prada runways. I want to say, like, four or five years ago, but every now and then they pop up in the accessories mm -hmm. world and they're like these really big fashion trend ideas. I remember when J-Lo was wearing turbans a lot when she was pregnant Yeah, she dye her hair. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could ever rock a turban unless I've just had a shower. See, I think, well, there's different types, different types, types too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't all look really big like that and piles yeah. up in your head, so I think they're there's cool something for everybody. Like you can tie them to the side and some those. great earrings. Like, yeah. You could totally do it. And then next what's happening on the street is chunky heavy metal accessories. So this right here, this girl, she's got like a lot of like chunky metal on her uh, on her arm, arm which is candy. a great arm candy. She's also rocking like this really chunky great bag. And then, of course, the rings. This is all over the place. Whether you want to rock silver, rose gold, regular gold, mixed metals, chunky is in. And I think it's just easy. You know, if you've mm -hmm. got like a simple like outfit on, no matter what color, you can just easily... You know, throw on some accessories, and there you have it. Chunky jewelry is always in. It's funny. Remember when we had Shay, the designer yeah. from yeah. Chunky Jewelry, and she uh -huh, said her same. number one seller is always bracelets. bracelets. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. It's like, who doesn't love, like, a bunch of bracelets? And bracelets, you can, like, stack one another. and no, like it's so easy. I mean, so true. They're so easy. And, like, big bracelets totally make an outfit. I love bracelets. Love it. Yeah. And then, finally, the last uh, street trend we're seeing are these really great, thin, envelope-like clutch bags. Yeah. You know, and I know like clutch bags, they have their moments, but they just happen to be all over the streets now. Different mm -hmm. colors, different textures. Some bags, you know, have got like different embellishments on it, but like I happen to love clutch bags I and I have too. a ton of them. So this is something else that popped up on the street. I think this picture right here, she's in Philadelphia. Do you guys actually carry yours though, or do you end up being the person like myself that is putting your clutch in a big old bag? No, I carry mine. Because <laughs> I, I always am like, I love it and it's so cute. And then there's like 18 other things that I'm supposed to put in it that don't go well, in it. Well, see, that defeats the purpose of a clutch. I You're know. not supposed to carry You're not as supposed much. supposed to carry as much. Know? It's more of a nighttime yeah. Clutches and the envelope ones, the bigger the better, are going to be huge for this fall and yeah. winter. Like mm -hmm. they're just, you see them everywhere. And when, to answer your question, what I do with the clutch bags, uh -huh. I'm not as big a fan the clutch bags because I like hands free like I yeah. hate having to deal with that yeah, I think they it. look so cute but mm -hmm. I always try and get a clutch bag that has some strap, kind of a yeah. strap yeah. so that when I'm straps. over it I'll just throw the strap on and like I'm such a I love crossbody anything mm -hmm. crossbody yeah. little things uh -huh. so I'll make sure there's some kind of like crossbody thing on it Yeah, but um, they're just so huge right now especially yeah. the envelope style ones and what I love about the clutch is not necessarily a nighttime bag no it's a day wear, it's, it's a huge day bag. right now that's my exactly. problem during mm -hmm. the day I need to much stuff. It can be yeah, a day. I can't do Because I literally have it in my purse, yeah. inside a big old purse. <laughs> and then finally in Who, What, Where to pay homage to the TLC like uh, documentary that came on VH1 this Monday. Uh, let's take a quick look <laughs> back at how they've influenced some fashion through the years. So the first picture, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this or if you TLC fans. I mean, I know I was a huge that TLC fan. Huge. But, um, Waterfalls was like my favorite <laughs> song ever. <laughs> I remember listening to Waterfalls over, over and, and over, over and over. Because they played it over and over and over and over. I was like, I 
like in high school or junior high or yeah. whenever it came out. And that song, you're like, every Everything. time I hear it, it reminds me I of know. Like when I was awesome. younger. It's and these the ladies song. had such an impact on fashion. Oh, so yes. this first pick is the Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Like, yes. that's their first album. And remember, Left Eye was doing the, the condom. condom over her eye. Oh. You know, so promoting safe sex while being yeah. fashionable yes. and, you know, forward at the same time. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we did Band-Aids because they used to do condoms and Band-Aids all over their clothes. So yep. we used to put Band-Aids on our clothes. Oh, and God. then we moved. I used to do the one strap uh, over. Oh, yeah. over. Well, that's yeah. coming up next. Yeah. So we moved on to, like, they were rocking these oversized overalls. They look like, you know, they could have been little gas station attendants. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, they've got the flannels, big overalls. And so that was another oh, bold movement in the 90s. <laughs> and then finally we're moving on. So see, now they're getting older and they're starting to show off their bodies. Mm-hmm. So let's look, look at the change before they're all covered. Now this is like this whole... Um, graphic moment where they're like wearing their ripped up clothes and they're showing off their bodies and then finally this last picture they're just rocking the whole you know black and white you know coordinating coordinating like you could really see the progression and just even their maturity you know just but all all of this you know was, was definitely a big impact on fashion and TLC, we thank you. <laughs> and we loved you. Yeah. And we loved you. Did All right. you watch the documentary? Oh, yeah. I, I haven't yet. It's still on my uh, I know. I, m- I missed it. And it doesn't repeat until Sunday. Sunday. And I was so oh, upset. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I, I was thinking it. it would come on, like, right afterwards. Like, sometimes they do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right before. Was it good? Wait till Sunday. It was, it was interesting. It was, yeah. it, was a, it was entertaining, for okay. sure. For sure. It was I wonder how true, like, I mean, there, there's, there's been a little bit of talk about how much was true and how much wasn't. But they were very clear about it being their perspective and they were as honest uh, as they could be mm-hmm. some things obviously had to be changed to fit a two and a half hour format it's a right. VH1 movie but overall I think the coolest thing was just it gave a great perspective on their relationship with each other mm-hmm. and that okay. was good I can't, can't wait. wait I can't wait to see it alright Erica what kind of style scoop do you have for us Okay, guys, so I am here with your weekly style scoop here on Fashion 411. And first up, we've got big department store Barney's is being sued. Uh, Just this past uh, week... A young gentleman by the name of Trayon Christian, he's a 19-year-old from Queens, is suing Barney and the NYPD today after they both erroneously accused him of credit card fraud. Um, so basically, listen to this story. Basically, after saving money from his part-time job, um, Christian visited Barney's to produce a... To, to purchase a $349 Salvatore Ferragamo belt. Um, after purchasing the item and leaving the store, he was stopped by undercover cops who thought that his credit card was fake. <gasps> and according, yeah, according to Christian in the New York Daily News, quote, this is what he said, the detectives were asking me, how could you afford a belt like this? Where did you get this money from? Uh, He was then taken into custody, but he was released after police discovered that his credit card was not a fake. Uh, Startled and disgusted by the incident, Christian returned the belt. He said, quote, I got my money back. I'm not shopping there again. It's cruel and it's racist. Oh, my God. So freaking absurd. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've worked a lot of retail, you know, before I worked corporate side, and I have to say, that, you know, shoplifters come in the most interesting packages and it's never, is that a door? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it's never a good idea to profile people because the people that you least expect to be stealing, those are the people Mm -hmm. stealing. And that's just disgusting Disgusting. to me. I just, yeah, it's appalling. And like, it's really funny that you say that because I worked in retail quite a bit coming up in high school and college Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And like a lot of times they would actually tell us the people that you should be looking at are the moms with baby carriages and their babies because Mm -hmm. they have been known 
to do some things, whatever. Mm-hmm. But and it sucked. It was a three hundred dollar belt. People buy iPhones for more money than that. Like, are you kidding? It's not like you bought like a fifty thousand dollar. And it, even that doesn't justify it, obviously. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's just it's such a small thing that it's so ugh. disgusting. And what I thought was interesting was that, like, I worked in retail also, like you know, growing up mm-hmm. in high school, whatever, and. Um, one of the, I know with the department store that I worked at, like their main role, and they had undercover cops like strolling around. It was interesting as I was working, um, you know, I'd be on the floor or whatever, and then you would see them, mm-hmm. the undercover guy, you're like, ooh, who is they the looking for? Yeah, I'm The main rule, they said, is they have to actually see somebody yeah. put something in their bag or yep. purse before Please. doing what these guys have yeah. Yeah. and yeah. arresting them. So I found it was interesting that they profiled and made the assumption that this guy's credit card was fake. Yeah. They didn't even see the guy stealing. They said, that kid doesn't look like he belongs here. That kid doesn't look like he could afford this. So we're just going to like throw it out there that maybe his credit That's, card was yeah. fake. Even more disgusting. And that is what's so bad to me. Yeah. It's like it's like they they went three or four steps into a direction yeah. that they shouldn't have gone. Yeah. And I and, and I know that, like because I, I worked for Nordstrom's, and they were very strict about that policy. Yeah. You have to actually see somebody, and and that's for this particular. And reason. that's a policy across the, the board. board. You have you to see them, to see them to actually them put, it put it in, in the, the bag, and then they get out of the store like, right. essentially yeah. before you can confront them. It. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But um, it's interesting too that they are trying to. Uh, there's a petition right now for Jay Z because he has that partnership yes. with Barney um, on Change.org for him to not. Be part of to it. Cut it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, I'm not surprised. This kind of stuff happens. All the time, yeah. you know, but just with the credit card, that's taking it to tried, a new like, level. You, they weren't just like you stole the belt. They're yeah. like you have, you have done a fake, fake credit, credit card. card. Like how it, did, it didn't come up, you know, denied or something, and he had that's to call awful. it in. It's insane. I know. Oh, if they guy. did that, it, I feel so bad for it. If they did yeah. that to anybody that I knew, a family member, anybody, I'd be myself. I'd be yeah. so livid yeah. with that. And just the humiliation of yes. the store. So like, especially like they kind of painted the story of like he was all excited. He saved up his money. He used his belt. By the way, uh, to throw a shout out, uh, Justice has served one of our other shows here on After Buzz TV. This was their case of the week, and they really went into the legal issues. And they they did talk about Jay-Z. And yes, he could not do Barney's, but they actually they were proponents of change within the company by Jay-Z doing this and forcing it on them. So really interesting talk there. Check it out. Justice is served. Check out our other uh, podcast, Justice is served. Would Jay-Z partnership maintain maintenance of that partnership really move anything forward? I don't think so. I mean, I'd like to be positive, but just having worked in this industry for as long as I have, I mean, look, Mm -hmm. collectively, we all have. I just, I think this profiling is just, it's something that that happens a lot. They look at, you know, young black youth, you know, they're not looking at the little old Jewish lady with the shopping bag. They're not. (laughs) And and she's the one stealing, you know? I'm I'm not kidding. So, I I don't know if, if... well, Jay-Z all different types of people still not. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Steal. But I mean, exactly. I, I do think that though, this, not necessarily Jay Z being a part of, because what we've seen and with the show, there's plenty of African American, minority, Latin people doing collaborations yeah. and fashion. So I, I don't think that's, I think that's opening doors in different ways, not necessarily right. in this world, but what I do think what might cause change is this young man speaking up and suing and making a big, you know, ordeal about it, which he should. That, I think, would maybe bring change. Mm -hmm. Um, And us hearing about it and talking about it and being on the news, that is what would bring change. Not necessarily Jay-Z partnering. Let me me ask you guys this, because this was funny to me in the the Justice Served one. Did you guys hear about the Oprah story where she, I think it was Switzerland. Yes, we (laughs) talked about that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that that reminded me of that. Mm -hmm. That, That's also funny. And that's crazy. And that that happened in another 
country. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this too, how it's, it's must we in, in our opinion, I mean, we, we're not experts at this, but like you guys said, it, it seems like there is a little more racism abroad. Yeah. And I think Sam, who was a guest on our show, who's from the UK, said there's yeah. a lot of racism there. But we're mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, it's happening abroad. Obviously, I, I feel this like this is happening here in 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 the states in New York. I, I feel like when you're uh, like in Europe, because I mean, I remember I went to Spain once, and I never need to go back to Barcelona. That's all I have to say. But <laughs> love I, Barcelona, it's uh, my favorite city. I in the have world. to say that like when it happens over there, this has been my experience. They're a lot more like in your face. They're yeah. they're not trying to you know be undercover about it. They're they'll say it right to your face. Yeah, they'll call you names. They're very just upfront about it. And it's blatant. Whereas mm. here, it's a little bit more undercover, and we don't want you to know that we're looking for you. But yeah. you know what it's I mean? It's institutionalized. Yeah. Like we want to keep the appearance that we are exactly. growing and past it and beyond it. Here's and... keeping up appearances. There, they don't. They're in your face about it. You know. At least mm-hmm. that's been my experience. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right. Up next, so we've got a new child labor laws are affecting underage models. Mm, a ah. new set of child labor laws protecting underage models is now in effect. They've been they've been talking about it for a while, but it's actually now in effect. The new guidelines strictly monitor the hours young girls are working and ensures that they're properly compensated for their services. Um, according to Women's World Daily, there's four main guidelines. The first is that. A responsible person is designated to monitor the activity and the well-being of each child performer under the age of 16 um, at the workplace. Second, employers must provide a nurse with pediatric experience as well as health and safety information Hmm. at the workplace. Third, employers must provide teachers and a dedicated place for instruction. Fourth, a financial trust must be established by a child's... um, parent or guardian in which an employer must transfer at least 15% of the child's gross earnings. Um, so overall, hmm. casting underage models or actors for a show or campaign is going to be a lot more difficult. It's going to be a lot more costly. And I mean, in my opinion, I think it's it's better for the children. I think it's yeah. shocking that this is just happening because yeah. that's been an effect in Hollywood for ages mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. So mm-hmm. it's strange that the modeling industry is just now getting They, that. I think they get away with a lot yeah. more. Yes. And, I, and I think this is great because it means that these young girls aren't going to be taken advantage of. You know, no mm-hmm. one can take their money. They're still going to be able to, you know, make sure they get an education. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's very important. And I, I think the fourth one about, you know, automatically transferring the money a yeah. Yeah. into a trust because you hear about these, you know, parents and they end up their kids are in show business and then by the time the kids are 18 money's gone it's gone yeah mm-hmm. and like you said courtney i mean it's already in effect yeah in it's been in hollywood yeah. for Actors, quite some I time I did now commercial thing that, that when we were younger you have to have like a school Yo permits are right yeah, the teacher has to everything. be on even if you got a low budget zero percent yeah. production if you are yeah. union you have to have a teacher on set for minors yep. like it's serious it's, huge. it's yeah. important so uh, I was glad to see that this happened. All right. So up next, we've got uh, renowned fashion photographer Terry Richardson is being targeted for a petition on Change.org calling for brands and magazines to stop working with him on account of past allegations of sexual abuse. Uh, so Richard's behavior has made headlines in the past, but with very little consequences from the fashion community, which continues to employ him. The re- petition written by Alice Louise from London says, quote, 
More awareness needs to be brought to light that Tara Richardson is negatively influencing media with his supposed exploit and abuse of certain models, mainstream degrading pornographic imagery, and inappropriate and unprofessional behavior. His contribution to society has a bad impact as he is being exposed to the masses with the impression of being well-received while there are potentially unethical practices not being shown. So, allegations and complaints have been published from the likes of supermodel Coco Rocha, Jamie Peck, and Danish supermodel Ree Rasmussen against Richardson. The petition um, actually recently caught the attention of H&M uh, when actually a few people were t- uh, tweeting about it. Somebody asked H&M, like, what are you going to do about this? Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe that they use uh, mm-hmm. Terry Richardson. And H&M responded by saying, if these accusations are true, it's totally unacceptable to us. Currently, we're not working with Terry Richardson. So, um, what do you guys think about all that? I mean, I think the one way to, you know, affect this guy, you know, what is for different retailers and magazines is to, yeah, not utilize not him, you know, because that, that, that's going to send a clear message that mm-hmm. your behavior is not tolerated, it's not okay, you know, otherwise, you know. What happens? You know, some poor person, just like the kids we were just talking about, is going to get taken advantage of, you know? So, I think it's it's important. I mean, you hear all the time about creeps in Hollywood, creeps in the entertainment industry, like taking advantage of women, taking whatever it is, being able to have a certain type of behavior that just gets ignored because they're famous or talented or whatever, and Mm -hmm. there's just no consequences. And these brands and these large-scale operations with tons of money continue to employ them and pay them big bucks. And as that grows and they get more more powerful, it's almost harder to, mm-hmm. to stop these down. guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it's, I'm glad that something like this, yeah. I mean, if these allegations are true, which, right. you know, it sounds like he's had numerous Worse. people coming <laughs> out of the woodwork and saying, hey, he did this, he did yeah. that. You know, I think that I think these guys need to get a slap in the face yeah. and just say, hey, stop it. Well, people need to put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, they do. You know, because uh, things like this come up all the time, whether it's in fashion or mm-hmm. into, like, look at Paula Deen, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And what happens is people, you know, oh, well, your contract is canceled, you're doing this, but then, you know, time passes yeah, and then they, they resurface. Oh, fine. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, if you're going to send a message, send a message, stand by it. So. And I think it has to be a message at every level because yeah. I know that every, I mean, everybody has the power where they have it, but models need to not be willing to work with him, just as retailers need to not be wanting to work with him, exactly. just as magazines should not want to work mm-hmm. with him. Like mm-hmm. everybody has to hit him because as long as he has access to more models, mm-hmm. he'll find somewhere to put those images or use exactly. those images or what mm-hmm. have you. Like it has to be a joint effort of mm-hmm. everyone because everybody has to be aware that everybody has a piece of power in that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, time will tell. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So last but not least, we've got the lovely Carrie Washington was recently named a brand ambassador and creative consultant for skin care brand Neutrogena. Um, in addition to starting campaigns, this is a little unique with this collaboration. She's actually going to be working behind the scenes and sharing insight on marketing on retail strategy. She says, quote, the more I learned about the company's values, guiding principles, and commitment to quality, the more I realized that Neutrogena is so much more than your average beauty company. I knew I wanted to be part of a company that is helping to make a difference in people's lives. As a creative consultant, I'll be able to have a real voice inside this amazing company, which is a tremendously exciting endeavor. So Washington wow. joins um, other stars such as Jennifer Garner, Julie Bowen, Gabrielle Union, Hayden Panettiere, Emma Roberts, Diane Lane, and Sand- Sandra Echeverria as a face and member of the Neutrogena family. 
Carrie Washington is having quite a year. Capitalizing. My God, she's all over the place. Good for her. I mean, got married this year. She got married. She's got number one show. She's got this. She's been on Maggie. She better go. Love yeah, it. yeah. She's she's raking in a lot of money. She really <laughs> is. <laughs> Got to do it when you bucks. can. Yeah. yeah. And she's been all working right. a long time. So for all of that to sort of come to yeah, fruition, fruition right now is amazing. Yeah. She, and she just I don't know for whatever reason she's like a friend in my head. Yeah. And she, seems she seems like, like a regular yeah, chick. Like she you can does. hang out. Yeah. She does. She really does. Mm-hmm. All right. I love her. What's up next? Okay. So next we've got our. Uh, hot and hot mess. The fun begins. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, first, our first victim, or I want to say, <laughs> victim. is uh, victim. Alyssa Milano, and she's here at Project Runway All Stars Season 3 premiere party, and she's wearing a 2200 Peeper, uh, Peter, Peter Piloto Fall 2013 printed cap sleeve dress. Um, her graphic print dress features a mock turtleneck color, cap sleeves, black, white, and blue tonal graphic, and a color block detailing and a front slit. And for those of you listening, like we said, follow us along on Instagram. Uh, we've got all the photos, especially here with this um, hotter hot mess. You can follow along. Our Instagram is BHL Fashion 411. So what do you guys think? Oh, you know Alyssa. what? I I actually really like this dress, but I don't like it on her. I think Agreed. it needs to be on a taller, taller person, person because it's just where it cuts her at her legs. I think she's just too short yes. to wear it. But I actually I really like this. I, I totally like agree. I love the dress. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many angles. There's too many patterns. There's too much going on on because she's a petite girl yeah. like that. She just it overwhelms wear her it very frame. Well. Yeah. yeah, I agree too. Because when you saw it on the runway, actually, it's really quite beautiful mm-hmm. and the model's very leggy very long very tall and i just think this is just not a right good style her. yeah yeah how yeah. do how do you guys think about her being um the host on the all-stars you know, I thought where did that come from because i'm like Alyssa <laughs> Thank you. i thought it was the strangest yeah. thing i'd heard in a while and i was like really it's like did somebody else back out at the I, last that, I, I, I'm, it's strange because it, I, I don't know her necessarily when have, it comes to, to fashion. host in general or in fashion well, yeah. so oh, well what i do know is that it's funny because she's and somewhat competitor of, of my brand. I mean, we don't really compare because she's on a huge scale, but she has her touch brand. Basically, oh. it's a very similar to our Rally Bay brand. It's kind of a, a women's sports apparel. So she does, she has a licensing for okay. NFL, oh. um, NBA, mm. and she has uh, sports apparel. And it's in all the stadiums, it's online. Okay. So she does have a clothing line, huh. and it's pretty big, it's pretty successful in that world. Hmm. So I do know that's kind of where it, com- it, it comes from. Yeah, because when you think of Alyssa Milano, you don't think mm-hmm. of host, and you don't yeah. think of fashion. I yeah. didn't you know? know any of that, so yeah. I was like, eh, that was yeah. an interesting choice. Yes. Even though, I mean, I love her, I think she's awesome. But Yeah, so cool. she does She does have her hands in fashion, in the for fashion sure. business, Yeah, and for it's sure. been, that line has been around for quite a while. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah. Well, good for her. All right, so next up, we've got supermodel Joan Smalls, and she's here at the Fashion Group International's 30th Annual Night of Stars, and she's wearing a white jumpsuit uh, by Tom Ford and uh, black lace-up sandals. It's a halter jumpsuit with a plunging neckline. It's just hard to see, like, the middle portion, like, her yeah. torso, what's mm-hmm. going... I'm, I can't figure out what's going on. Because the seat looks really low, like the crotch, but... Yeah. But... I'm, I'm confused a little. I can't tell what's portions. going on in the middle. That's so it's hard. And then for me, I, I don't like the shoes paired no. with that. It's just and it's because it's not. It's 
cropped, but it's not skinny legs, so it's not tight enough to her leg, and then it's a booty, and it's... I'm confused. I am, too. I actually super-duper <laughs> love it. Yeah? I, I do, do you like it. it with the shoes? I, I like it with the shoes. I like the jumpsuit on her. Um, I think... When you look at it, not maybe on the the photo here, mm-hmm. you, you can see the detailing of it. Okay. There's pockets and everything, and it's it's quite structured and detailing. And I think this is an example of an item that looks great on someone like her, who's tall, tall and slender, and can pull it off. I think it looks amazing on her. I love it, and it I almost, like the shoes with it too. It looks like it's a really big cummerbund in the middle. Like <laughs> like I don't know, maybe just my eyes are playing tricks on yeah. me. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard for me to see the. Maybe detail. it doesn't photograph. Well. I think it doesn't yeah. photograph yeah. well because mm-hmm. when you look more at photos, like in magazines and things like that it actually looks yeah because her hands are very low with those pockets Mm -hmm. but then the waist like i can't figure out exactly where all that falls but i mean the color is great and i think from like wherever that center up up, like it's awesome and i like because i like her hair's back yeah Mm -hmm. and i like the shape with the back out like that and it's very square but yeah Mm, she's beautiful regardless. Yeah, she looks, I think I think it's a hot for me, but for you guys, it sounds like it's a, it's a no. I'm TBD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, not a mess. it's just I don't get it yeah. Yeah. totally. All right, so up next we've got actress Naomi Harris, and she's here at the Elle's 20th annual Women in Hollywood celebration at the Four Seasons Hotel, and she is wearing a Calvin Klein fringe dress with black strappy heels. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I don't like it. It just first it's just taking me a moment to even figure out what I'm looking at. Um, I just think it looks kind of sloppy. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan. Hot mess for me. I really want to like it because I like that it's fringe, but I feel like between the fringe, the grayish white palette. And her hair, she looks dowdy and sad. It, like, it, like it just looks like it's hanging. And her posture looks a little like because she always stands sort <laughs> of mama. like that. But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me at all. Yeah, I, I agree. Love her. Yeah, I'm I, not a fan of it either because she's got a great body yeah. and it's a very muscular toned body. And this dress just that, dwarfs her, yeah. nothing and her. it does nothing. I just, I saw it. I was just like, it just was not good. And like her hair is. Just, too plain. I'm like, girl, you're on a red Isn't carpet a bun, or like a gray carpet or whatever the hell she's at. But yeah. I mean, it's like a woman in Hollywood celebration. I mean, it just celebrate. celebrates. That looks so sad. Color. Yeah. 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 It was a hot mess for me. Yeah, yeah. that's one collective yeah. response. Yeah. Bobby boo. All right. So at the same event, we've got the lovely Naya Rivera, and she's here in a Pamela Rowland Spring 2014 white jumpsuit. Another white jumpsuit. What do you guys think of this one? Oh, she looks so grown up. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like this. She almost looks a little too, it looks a little bit too mature for her, the outfit. I don't know. <laughs> this is the most like I'm, I, weird. I, I want to like it. I do want to like it, but I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I like the jumpsuit itself, actually. Is it a jumpsuit or is it a blazer and pants? It's a jumpsuit. It's a one piece. I like it. I don't like the hem, the the pant, and then I don't like the pointy shoe with it. I don't. I feel like she looks fake and uncomfortable. She looks like Joan Crawford. I think think it's her pose. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. It's her pose and like the way she's not smiling or anything. But the jumpsuit is beautiful and that diamond on her neck is fabulous. I, I love it, actually. Do? I do. I love it. I 
I love everything from, I'd say, the knees up, which sounds kind of weird. Mm. Um, I love the top. I think it's beautiful the way the, the sleeves are. I love um, the Like sleeves. an open net. Yeah. I think it looks great on her body. Her, it's like the perfect amount of cleavage. What mm. I don't like about it is the, the hem on the pants. Yeah. I think the, the pants are too wide. They, they needed to be hemmed a little bit more, whether it's uh, little, they're just, it's just yeah, off. it's the break. Is That's weird. what's bothering me. Yeah. And I think, I don't mind the black accessories. I think it looks no. okay. And no, the necklace is great. But I do, I love this jumpsuit. I think it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. For me, the And I like her styling the with the earrings and the, the hair back. I think her pose in this picture, per se, is uncomfortable. But if I, you take that away, I think overall mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful look. So, hmm. yeah. okay. all right. <laughs> Okay, so last, oh no, not last, we have a couple more. So next we got um, our favorite uh, crazy style, uh, oh god, <laughs> stylista, uh, Rita Ora. And she's at the iHeartRadio live concert at Bloomingdale's. And she is wearing a mink trimmed look from Fendi's Fall 2013 runway. It's like a, almost like a sweatshirt kind of thing with mink. And she's also wearing a $1,700 Fendi Ooh, mink trimmed booties, which I've highlighted here, the booties. If you guys are on Instagram, check out these booties. Um, what do you guys think? I think that her whole look pulled together, it works. You know what I mean? W- am I going out and spending $1,700 for these mink trim booties? No, but it works for her. It works. What about you, Courtney? I hate this. <laughs> I hate it so much because it looks like she... It looks to me like she's not wearing a bra and her boobs look like hangy and the, <laughs> the sweater doesn't look like it fits. Like, I, I just don't. Eh, it looks sloppy to me. I love the pieces themselves. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and I think she's really pretty and she looks like the Joker with bad hair. Like, I it, see, I think she's a chameleon because we we've I featured think her. Quite, I think <laughs> we've had her on quite a bit. Yeah. And she has so many different types of looks. There's not one look that you can say that's Rita Ora, you know, that. Yeah. But her. I think that's a that's her problem. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But she's trying to figure out who the hell she is. You know, it's like kind of taking her a long time. <laughs> we see you too up, much, Rita. girl. Rita, girl. This is together. like the fourth time you know? we profiled you, and you still a mess. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the she has her moments. Her. She's. I was honestly just focusing on the shoes. I wasn't really given the whole look. I mean, but look at... The, I don't know. It, I love the shoes. I'm like yeah, obsessed I, with the shoes. I love the shoes. The shoes work with the, the outfit. Cool. They do. I love the yeah. shoes. Here's my, here's my take on the whole thing, right? I love... And you said this, Courtney. Yeah. I love each piece individually. Yeah. yeah. I think the sweatshirt's hot. If you would have put that sweatshirt with some black um, leather leggings... Pants. Yeah. With those same shoes... It would have looked amazing. If you would have taken that skirt, got rid of those shoes, put some strappy yes. heels, and some kind of like, I don't even know what it would be, like a crop top a or something. A nice fitted top. Top, that, like, something, body, whatever, look amazing. So each piece individually, on its own, yeah. I think, especially it's very relevant to the yeah. season right now. We're getting into fall. Mm-hmm. I think, and, the, and furs, it's kind of a, a hot thing right now. Colored fur like she's wearing in the sweatshirt. I think it would look great. Her problem is, is she went to Fendi and she decided to throw all oh. of her Fendi hat. <laughs> give it to me. And I think with Rita Ora, it's, I, I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated with her because I think she's kind of like almost there, but it's like, girl, like either at this point, hire a stylist to help you out or get with it because it's like she's throwing every trend on and like trying to see what sticks. Yeah. I think what's happening is she's getting lots of stuff yeah. sent to her and, and she's, and just, she's wearing just wearing it. it all together and she might have a stylist, so I don't know. That's true. But, uh, yeah. yeah, she might. If so she I, does, she needs to so be maybe she feels like, okay, I'm going to this Bloomingdale's event and whatever Fendi gave me this, so I have to wear all Fendi together. 
together. Who knows know what's, what's going in her mind, hair. but... And, like, talking about, like, now... Okay, now let's back away from the clothes. I gotta talk about her hair and makeup. Really? Because, oh. Rita, like you said, Courtney, it's so like she always... Hair. And she's done it a lot. She has this... There's something about her face or with this big red lips. She looks like a joker. <laughs> and she's got a beautiful face and the, the, the high-impact lip, unfortunately, I don't think works for her. And she seems to want to be making that her signature. And it just... It doesn't work. And with the combination of that and the pink hair, the dip tip it's hair. just like, ugh. I'm like getting... It's not even cool. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're trying... Like, yeah. Rihanna does all her crazy hair colors and does whatever, but it, but it works, works and on, it's cool. Whether yeah. it works on this her... This is not working. And not on her. I'm not on Rita. I don't know. Working. But it's just not working. And honestly, I'm just getting really annoyed and frustrated with her. So... She looked like she, like, came out of water and it's all just hanging. Yeah. It's so. just not... Lift those boobies up and give uh, yourself a waistline. Because she I looks know. like she might be kind of hippie. A little bit of a hippie I girl. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well. All right. So our last victim <laughs> <laughs> um, is Gwen Stefani. And Ooh. Gwen Stefani, she recently confirmed she's pregnant with her oh, third yeah. baby. And she's here wearing her own design. Lamb Spring 2013 Leopard Printed Peplum Top and Matching Track Pants. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. I love, I love it. it I think she looks so good. Yeah. I don't think everybody can wear that, especially not that pattern all over, but I think she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of Gwen Stefani, and I love that she's always promoting her own brand because yeah. not everybody does that. You know, they have a clothing line and they're wearing other people's shit stuff. Sorry. Um, I, I, I love her. And who else could wear this pregnant? I th- What is she, four months pregnant? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So I think she's rocking her clutch. She I think she's and she's wearing some heels. Yeah. Like, look at that. You know? And I think the shoe is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just delicate enough with enough funkiness to it to give her... She looks great. And an animal print. It's a classic print. Yes. You know? It gets updated yeah. and all that, but it's a classic And she's print. someone who has made a red lip a signature. That's and and signature. it works on her. Every time it works on Gwen, Gwen Stefani. I love Gwen Stefani's yeah. style. I think she's always perfection. This is just another Yeah, I can't even think example. of a time where I was like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? She just, she's someone who knows her style. Yeah. She knows what works, and she just always come out looking on top. And like, with Gwen Stefani, I don't even know what she's doing now, but I think she's still relevant because she always just looks so fantastic everywhere mm-hmm. she goes. So she's always going to be in the weekly. She's always going to be in the magazines. She's got this fashion line, which has always been popular, her yeah. handbags and shoes and everything. And she's just someone who just knows style, and I love her for it. So. Get it, girl. Yeah. That's a Hot over here. Yep. Yep. Hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like so what's fire. going on in the social media world? All right. This week in the social media world, for those of you who don't know, there is a lovely singer by the name of Chrisette Michelle who is Love super awesome. And she launched her, she announced the launch of her um, video log on YouTube of fashion this week. And so she put up five different looks. She basically did uh, looks of the week for you guys. And she, today... This week's theme was Grungy Femme. And we have a couple of pictures of outfits that she put together for the week. The first one was her Alice and Olivia black lace dress. She had on some cross tights that you can't see in this specific picture. And she was wearing these great Jeffrey Campbell booties. Um, what's really cool about um, what I really liked about the actual video is that she's 
naming she's going through like lots of different places and lots of cute little boutiques around New York like there were a couple of them that I recognize like Jane and stuff like that that mm. she shops at and she had great jewelry throughout mm. all of these um, the next look was Tuesday she just wore a lace dress um, from Free People she's wearing vegan suede booties that she got for like $35 oh, I love that um, like mixing it up yeah a great necklace yeah. from Jane um, Wednesday's look which it will come up eventually I guess um, was a Forever 21 velvet dress that I was like really and I mean her style may not be your style but she's got pieces all over the place that are totally relevant and totally current and places you can find them and get them um, she also had on Thursday really cool lambskin Alice and Olivia skinnies with this great anthropology sweater and I'm like dying to get that necklace from anthropology oh, that she's also necklace. wearing and then she, it was a great color. It's very fall. She has lots of handbags that she's sort of gotten in different places over time. One specifically um, in this last Friday look, I believe it is. She was wearing a Jane printed blouse, and she's got the clutch that everybody is like rocking right now. Oh, she had a bunch of clutches, clutches throughout great. it. But there was a really cool um, a, a woman by the name of Site, sorry, called IamJaquem.com. And she makes the clutches. There were oh. like a couple of clutches in there, and those were super awesome. You can find her, sorry, on Twitter at I am Jaquem. And so Cute. basically, it was just a cool, like somebody that I totally, um, style wise, she's always different. I'm not, her mm-hmm. style's not necessarily mine, but I've always loved her music, and I've loved that she has her own look and does her own thing. And she's launched herself a little fashion blog, and she's gonna be and working. And I love this concept. Yeah. Monday through Friday, something different. Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. she repeats, like she had the lambskin pants on on another night day, and just sort of telling you how she Good goes idea. through her week. And Girl, if you want some jewelry and some hair makeup, which is actually she's going to couple with her um, makeup artist and do a couple of makeup videos and things like that. But she's joining the universe out there on Twitter and on Instagram and on YouTube and doing the darn thing. And, of course, those of you who don't know, she was bald, like, not too long ago. Now she's rocking the super long um, two-strand twist, which I was obsessed with. So she looks great. She was fun. It was a great video. I thought it was super cute. And she actually sings, like, the soundtrack to the video, and it's adorable. Very nice. Christos Michelle. All right, guys, so that's another day of fashion, fashion. 411. Now, next week, you guys know next week, it's Halloween next week. So we're going to have a, a nice, fun uh, show for you guys. We'll cover some Halloween stuff. Maybe, just maybe, some of us might get dressed up. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Be sure to download the show on iTunes. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, BHL Fashion 411. And we will all see you next week, everybody. What's where can we find you? You can find me, your host Erica Garcia Rojas, on Instagram and Twitter at I M E G R, and check out RaleighBabe.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Me Deanna V. We'll see you guys <laughs> for a spooky fashion Halloween Ooh. show next week. Oh, that was good. <laughs> From producers Maria Manino's, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek. Dario Kristen and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.